interesting people, incredible stories. This is Talk All Things with JP. And welcome to Talk All Things with JP. I'm your host, JP. Thanks to Brulee Patisserie, a little piece of Europe in Melbourne. And today's guest I'm very excited to have on the show, Craig Russell, has been involved in radio for years, is a Beatle tragic, and can be heard on the Melbourne Airwaves Saturday mornings on 98.7 and Saturday night on The Buzz. And welcome to Talk All Things, Craig Thank you, JP. Great to be with you. No worries. Very excited to have you on the show today and have a chat. Uh, I'm excited too. It's always good to talk to uh, to you and uh, love your show too. Uh, thank you. Craig how old were you when you first fell in love with radio? When did it all begin for you? Oh, JP, I think I probably was around probably 12 or 13. I had a an uncle uh, in the town I grew up in who was working in local TV uh, and uh, he was doing the sports reports on the local TV news and he was calling the races and calling rugby league as well. And uh, I got the opportunity to go to the TV studios one day to see him in action and um, also got the opportunity to go to the races with him a couple of times as well. Uh, and um, I guess that's kind of sort of where my love for, for broadcasting, I guess, in general uh, sort of starts. Um, I certainly loved radio. I loved listening to the radio as a kid and, and back in the, the 70s. So we did we had TV, but uh, the radio was a big part of everyday life and um, I certainly listened to a lot of radio. And I think just seeing my uncle in action and going to those radio studios and also each year at the show, one of the radio stations had a, a booth um, at the show. So you got to see the guys in a, in a portable studio, if you like, uh, doing their thing. And mm, that mm. was probably where it all started for me. Craig, and, uh, did you have any uh, personalities um, from the radio industry that you looked up to? Yeah, there were a couple. Obviously, I looked up to my uncle because uh, you know, he was he was doing great things uh, with his TV and, and radio career when I was a kid. Um, mm. There was a local radio announcer in Toowoomba called Graham Healy mm. who did the breakfast program, and I actually got the opportunity to work with Graham um, about 15 years later, which was quite, quite unique. Um, and there was probably a couple of other guys, local guys, that I listened to. There was a guy called uh, Cole Clifford, who was on one of the other stations in my hometown, and he had a really lovely voice, and um, I actually got the chance to meet him uh, when I was older as well. So those two guys, probably locally, uh, and of course my uncle, were probably the people that inspired me. Craigo, where did you get your first job in radio? Uh, My first gig uh, in radio was uh, in my hometown of Toowoomba, and uh, I managed to score a Sunday night panelling uh, gig at the uh, local country music station, 4WK. So mm. I would go in I would go in on a Sunday night at 6 o'clock. I think I was about 16, maybe 16, yeah, probably 16. Mm. Um, and I'd go, I'd go in on a Sunday night and all I basically had to do was, was sit there and uh, when the syndicated show went to a break, I'd have to play the ads. That's pretty much all I did. I never spoke um, <laughs> during that time, uh, but at least I was sitting in a radio studio. My first paid gig, um, was in Roma in Western Queensland when I was, you know, I think I'd just turned 18 uh, when I got my first job. 
and Craig uh being on radio uh were you just uh on air on radio or did you do anything else did you have any other roles or jobs that you were doing at the station well back in the day JP back in the 80s uh you just weren't only on air there were a lot of things that you did um you would uh, actually have a list of clients that you would call on uh, that you were given by the sales team. Uh, you'd have to go and call on those clients and uh, get their copy for their ads. You'd have to come back to the studio and write and produce their commercials for them. Um, I also was music director at uh, my first radio station as well, so I was responsible for uh, programming all the new music that went on the station. Um, I also did uh, coverage of sport, uh, community events, yeah, so you were, you were really busy and you got involved in everything. Mm, it wasn't mm. like you just you just went and did your your shift on air. You 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 did a lot of stuff. It's it's uh, and it's a great grounding. It was a great grounding not only for radio but for life as well because you got you learned to talk to people and um, you learned to understand business people and how their business works and you got to meet a lot of very interesting people in the community as well. So yeah, it was great. Mm, I love hearing about that and. Uh, Craig, uh, I believe you also love your music. Could you tell me more about that? Yeah, I think uh, I, when I was very young, my parents had a record player and um, I think probably like most Australian homes, we had a copy of Neil Diamond's Hot August Night uh, back in the early 70s. And um, they had a, a record by Elvis Presley and uh, The Seekers and, and other, other bands and such and um, I used to sit in the we, – we built a room at the back of the house where I was able to play the music. And when I was – I think I probably was about maybe eight or nine and I was given some record singles as Christmas presents or presents. So um, I started to play those. And I guess that's where my love and I, of music started. I used to love listening to the radio as well. So I, I used to hear a lot of uh, mm. music on the radio. So that's probably where my love started. And, and uh, the other thing for me was – um, my best friend who lived across the road, uh, he was um, a fan of 70s glam rock and uh, we used to spend a lot of time together uh, on weekends or after school playing some of the great 70s rock that he had on record, which included people like David Bowie and Kiss and, and those sorts of bands. So, um, yeah, that, that's probably where my love started. Craigo, I'm putting you on your spot. Who are your three top favourite artists? Oh, JP, this is such a hard question to answer. Um, it really is a tough one. Look, look, my favourite band of all time is the Beatles. Um, mm. They they have been a constant in my life, uh, <clears throat> pretty much all my life, and <clears throat> I love their music. Um, I love the story of the Beatles, um, and they were so innovative, and, and their music really meant a lot to me. Um, probably I'd throw you 2 in there in um, in my top three. Um, I first saw them uh, back in the late 70s on a TV music show and I've been lucky enough to see them every time they've come to Australia. They, they are just a, a fabulous band. Uh, I, I love you too. And, and probably my third favourite band would be Kiss um, because of my, my ties back to them uh, back in the early 70s. Uh, you know, not, not so much for the makeup, I guess, but I actually really love their music and still do. Um, and... Uh, you know, they'd, they'd probably be they'd probably be my top three of all time. Craig, I love Queen. You couldn't find the spot for them in your top three. 
No, JP. Look, they'd probably be in my top 10, and I'd have to tell you that uh, they were the best performance at Live Aid in 1985. Uh, mm-hmm. They were absolutely phenomenal, and uh, they are one of my favourite bands, but I just couldn't squeeze them into the top three. Okay. All right. That's okay. And, Craigo, how much has it changed in the radio industry since you've been there? Oh, gee, I, I think, JP, when I first started, as I mentioned before, you were very much um, a jack of all trades, I suppose, in a radio station. You you did your on-air shift. You might call the local footy. You know, you'd call on clients. You'd write their commercials. You'd produce their commercials. Uh, you'd be involved in community events, whether it be the local show or festival or, or whatever it may be. And I think um, when you were a young person, I was like 18, um, you really learn a lot about life because you get to meet so many people from so many different cross-sections of our society. And that continued on right through my, my radio career. And I think looking back, I didn't realize what I was learning at the time, uh, but it, it gave me the ability to be the person I am now. And I, I can I can talk to anybody um, I'm able to communicate with people across a, a broad section of our community and society, um, and I think that all stems from you know what I learnt when I was you know a young guy in radio. I think the industry's changed a lot now because uh, that part of it's all missing now. Uh, when you're an on-air person, that's probably all you do. Um, mm. you, you might you might write or produce the odd commercial or or promo, but um, and I think because of all the networking that takes place now, there's fewer and fewer young people getting an opportunity to go into radio. A lot of the stations now, uh, you know, network and syndicate programs, you know, pretty much from nine o'clock in the morning. So a lot of smaller stations only have a breakfast announcer and maybe a drive announcer. And I think that's where the industry has changed. It's It's got a lot smaller and the opportunities are, are much less. And I think the big thing for me, unfortunately, a lot of great radio people, aren't involved in radio anymore and I think it's been run by accountants and, and business people uh, who really have no idea. They're just, just looking to, to make money and um, sadly that's the way of a lot of industries but I think it's been a, a massive impact on the radio industry. And The big thing for me is probably the death of AM radio. Um, I think the, the rise of, of FM and internet programs and podcasts, that's all absolutely fantastic. It gives people um, the ability to access all this great information and entertainment and, and interesting subjects. Um, but I think poor old AM radio is just about gone. Um, that's that's probably the, the saddest thing for me. And the saddest thing for me is a couple of stations I worked at, um, particularly the one I started at, is no more. Um, it's only a name now. There's actually nobody working in that, that building. It's it's all it's all networked from a from a, another station in another town. And, and that, to me, is really, really sad. And I think that's probably the, the biggest change I've seen uh, in my you know 40-odd years being involved. Craigo, what do you love about being in radio? Oh, look, I, JP, I, I think it's, it's just what we're doing today, talking talking to somebody. Uh, your audience will, will hear this, and uh, whether it's one person, 100 people, or 10,000 people, um, you're still connecting with people, and radio is immediate. Um, radio can do things that TV can't do. Uh, you know, you can be at a, an event and get on your phone now and phone it back to the station. Um, TV has to set cameras up and all that sort of stuff. It's still a, a very immediate industry. 
Um, and, and I just love I love playing music. I love talking to people. Um, yeah, it's been the, the great love of my life over the years, even though I've gone and done other things in my career. Um, you know, radio is the is the, the one constant in my life. And, uh, you know, JP, whether you've got one person listening or a thousand people or a hundred thousand people listening, you're still connecting with somebody one-on-one. And I think that is the, that's the mm. beauty of radio. That is the beauty of it. Craig, I love hearing about that. Now, we got my famous talk of fixed time machine and we're putting you in there and you're going back to a uh, music concert that you've gone to. What day are we putting in the time machine? Oh, this would be, I can tell you the exact date, it would uh, be March 31st, 1985. It was uh, Bruce Springsteen's uh, first concert in this country, the Born in the USA tour. It was a massive concert for uh, Brisbane because it was held at the uh, QE2 Sports Centre that hosted the Commonwealth Games and uh, there were 45,000 people at that particular concert. Uh, it was the biggest concert he'd ever done, which was quite remarkable. He'd been playing live around the world for 17 or 18 years and that was the biggest concert he had ever done. And I think it made it such a special event. Uh, and uh, it's always been my favourite gig because he did a four-hour show and um, I paid 25 bucks to see him. So uh, <laughs> that would be I would love to go back to that concert because it's, 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 it's one of the if not the best concert I've ever seen. I love hearing about that. Craigo, where could we hear you on the airways? Uh, I do work uh, on a weekend for a community station on the Mornington Peninsula. I do breakfast there uh, six to nine um, every Saturday morning. Um, and also I'm lucky enough to be on the buzz because uh, with a, a former colleague of mine, who's uh, my, my best buddy, uh, we produce a program each week called TC's Time Capsule. Um, and uh, we've been lucky enough to uh, get a slot on the buzz, so you can uh, you can actually hear us on the buzz um, every Saturday night at six. And uh, I just I just love being still involved, even though I've got a, a full time job. Uh, this has always been my passion, and um, you know my big thing in life. And I say this to everybody: you should always put time aside in your week uh, to do the one thing you really love to do. Craig, thank you very much for coming onto the podcast show today. I really appreciate it and really appreciate having a chat with you. My pleasure, JP. Anytime. You just call me anytime, buddy. Thank you. And a great chat from Craig o. Can't wait to hear him on the airwaves. Thanks for listening to Talk All Things with JP. I'm your SJP. See you next week. This has been another episode of the Talk All Things with JP podcast. For more, check us out on Spotify and chuck us a like on Facebook and Instagram. 